let's be completely clear. We're not any financial advisor. It is not financial yes. advice. <laughs> That's a given. These are our perspectives. Yeah. We're not giving stock advice. We're just, this is just our opinions. Mm-hmm. Welcome to episode 143. This episode two is see we talk about this makes seven recasting and Anton has diamond hands. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Anton, uh, how was your Super Bowl weekend? Oh man, uh, let's see. I I was I, I I got everything that I wanted to eat, which I was really happy with. I got some shrimp cocktail. I got some um, boneless wings. I mean, I'd rather have bone wings, but I, I just grabbed whatever I could, and it was boneless. Um, and I think I got some Tostino's um, pizza rolls. It's been a while since I had those. Uh, I know one of our friends, uh, Carlos, is obsessed with oh, yeah. Tostino's. Ever, ever, yeah, ever, ever since kin- uh, not kindergarten, uh, elementary school. That, yeah. that, yeah, that's been this thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. I mean, it's the most delicious with some sriracha on the side. I have never even thought of that combination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had a good rule. It was just me and Martha. We were just watching it um, at our house. And because, uh, I mean, really, she just, she's still new to football. She doesn't really understand everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. To her, just a lot of chaos on the field. Yeah. Uh, but she did enjoy the the commercials, the players' profiles and stuff like that. And I explained to her some of the stuff going on with the NFL and uh, with the players and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um that was a good time. Not the most exciting game, I don't think. No. Mm, not uh, the most exciting game for me either. <laughs> I, I, man. Okay. It, okay. So let's let's just put it all on the table here. Casey okay. is very inexperienced. It's not even that. Yeah. I, I, I think they just they crap the bed. They're broily. I, I feel I've so never bad seen for so many homes. flags like this much flags in a game in a, in the, a long the, time. Uh, the offense was not prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, they they made a lot of rookie mistakes. Uh, Mahomes was doing everything he could, but I mean, he had no nobody was blocking for him. I uh, like he he literally every every single play. It felt like he just had no time to think. He just had to throw the ball, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, he he's and really then, good at throwing the ball. Like uh, when he had to, uh, we can see it too. Like he's stressing out. Like, yeah, he's trying to find I mean, a, he, he a person do- that's open. Yeah. Nothing, nothing like him like lunging sideways, still managing to throw the ball midair. Yeah, it hits the receiver in the face, and it doesn't get caught. <laughs> yeah, like it, it was a great throw. Like if if he if it would have been caught, that'd been an amazing play. And it, I, I say at least three times, mm-hmm. uh, the ball hit the receiver in the face. Two of those times, I think would have been touchdowns. I totally, it's ridiculous. yeah, I totally believe that. Uh, also, it's kind of frustrating to watch. Like, um, even the first half of the the Super Bowl uh, game, like I, I was really rooting for KC because, I mean, you know, they're they're a younger team. They they yeah. need that. Uh, um, they need that win. You know, like well, where you know even... Tom Brady is is as great of a legend he is. I think he should just retire and just give other people a chance. You know. And and I think that's what everybody wanted this game. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be, you know, a battle battle of the the old goat and the, against the new goat. Mm-hmm. And it, it just didn't come out to to that. 
Everyone, mm. you know, it was expected to be a handoff or something bigger than it was. And it just wasn't. Yeah. That being said, even though there was limited commercials because of advertising was so lacking this year, mm-hmm. anything that stuck out to you commercial wise? Uh, yeah, there was this five seconds uh, of uh, Reddit. <laughs> Okay, I missed this one. Yeah, I know I missed this one, but I did hear stuff about it. What, what was it? Was it just Reddit trolling, or what was it? <laughs> um, I, I think uh, you know the guys on Reddit. They were able to set aside some money from uh, the GameStop thing, and then uh, they, they didn't really think that they, they were going to get the ad approved. Um, but basically, like it, it just showed like a, a, a five second clip, and the first second was. Um, like a car commercial, like, you know, like how they usually have car commercials during the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and it gets glitchy. And then all of a sudden Reddit uh, screen pops up, kind of like those testing screen. And then you mm-hmm. see a Reddit logo and then you see like a, a regular Reddit post with the yeah. upvote and everything. And it says, oh, my God, yeah. it actually works. We did it, guys. And then, you know, it talks about like, uh, uh, you know, because of the community we're able to have five seconds because it's so expensive yeah it's a whole Mm -hmm. like uh, a thread about like how uh they're able to get this and what it means to the community how you know important it is because as a community together we're able to have an ad on the super bowl so yeah so uh let's see here uh cost for a 30 second time slot on reddit on Reddit on during the Super Bowl uh, would have been five point six million for six mm-hmm. for thirty seconds. Yeah, was it really that short, or was it or was it thirty second ad? It was five seconds, literally it was just five seconds. Five so, seconds. Yeah. so probably just like a million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's a million. Can we get five seconds? Yeah. Um. That that's funny. Uh. But again, like I don't think they would have doubted getting that time slot because if not. It would have just probably gone towards regular advertising or yeah. the the sports talk people would have taken it over. So the thing I noticed um, that uh, during the Super Bowl, they really pushed for Paramount Plus. And I know it's because of CBS. Yes. Yeah. So CBS yes. is really pushing for that. And uh, I was looking at the list of stuff that they're, um, I mean, Viacom CBS, right? They, they own yeah, a lot it, of properties. It's, it's Paramount. It, it's, I think, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, CBS, mm-hmm. um, I'm MTV. More, but yeah, it's a... Yeah, it's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, MTV, yeah. of course, Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff. And I think that is the better way to go because, like I said, CBS, while I did love the Star Trek series, uh, Star Trek Discovery, and I wanted to check out that new one, it just it, it's not worth the money just for two shows, you know? Yeah. So, but Paramount, it, I mean, similar to Discovery Plus, I'm, I wouldn't be, you know, I'm pretty sure I'd be pleasantly surprised with the amount of content they have. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so... Uh... I think another ad that really uh, pulls me forward to, you know, going, oh, hey, okay, is uh, Fast 9. Like, I mean, I, we already know that Fast 9 was supposed to come out last year. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that little 30-second teaser trailer kind of hooked me in. I, I still want to see it. I'm still excited to see it. Um, I was Excellent. expecting to see, like, you know, more, like, AAA titles, something like uh, Matrix no, 4. No, or like no Mortal no Kombat. We, we, we got an m night channel on trailer that's what we got yeah <laughs> yeah was it old um yeah. i i know they re- it's funny because i don't you really don't see this that often but they did replay a lot of the commercials re- a, a lot mm-hmm. uh like i saw the drake from uh, drake from state farm commercial yeah 
at least 10 times. Yeah. Uh, I doubt, I doubt that, uh, State Farm paid that much for advertisement. Um, I didn't, I'm trying to think what else caught my attention. Uh, I, th- I thought the, the Bud Light commercial was a nice touch. A little bit, a little bit old at this point, but their little, uh, uh, end game, uh, what you call it? Oh, oh, to, oh, to end game was kind of cool mm-hmm. where all the past advertisements or commercial people teleported through in a blue, blue, uh, portal. Yeah. And they all joined, <laughs> join, join forces to, uh, fix the, the Bud Light truck. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh and then also like the uh cheetos commercial with uh mila kunis and uh and ashton kutcher featuring shager 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 it wasn't me and Shager's, no. that's probably the first time that's ha- that's worked <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this year super bowl was kind of a letdown uh i yeah. just hope that you know next year is going to be a little bit better um, I mean, the game was kind of, I think probably by the third quarter, I'm like, I, uh, there's no way. I mean, I, I in the past, I we saw like more. the Falcons, uh, against, uh, the Patriots, right? Oh, that's a great comeback. That was, yeah, a, yeah that was that, a really that was great, a great comeback. comeback. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, no, one. it was, uh, Falcons and Eagles, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that was a great comeback. I, I was, you know, I was really hoping that, you know, Mahomes would come back the second half and, we could come back, you know, good old pep talk, which they've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Chiefs have have made a comeback in the past, but when I when they came back, and I was like, okay, we're halfway through the third quarter. It's the same same crap all over again. Uh, I'm I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, I almost told Martha, I'm like, hey, you want to watch something else? <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for the commercials, I really think I would have just switched off to something else. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on the halftime show? Uh, I I, I kind of enjoyed um, the weekend. Uh, I thought. That was good. Um, it's funny because a lot of people were like, oh, uh, how come uh, J-Lo and Shakira didn't come back uh, for the uh, Super Bowl halftime? And then they're like, oh, wait, because it's the weekend. They don't work on the weekends. Wow. <laughs> Terrible. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I, he's a, the weekend's a good performer. I just I just felt he, was, he wasn't bringing the party. It, it was very... It was he, epic. He's, he's not, it was yeah. a lot of a lot of lights, a lot of production, mm-hmm. but all his songs are very low tempo. Yeah, that's catchy, what I was gonna but say. low tempo. And that's why I was gonna yeah. say he's he's more of a um uh a serious like his songs are more about emotions than like partying, you know? Yeah, uh, exactly. Set the mood. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of the songs were about like Selena Gomez and stuff, so it's a little oh. emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just so weird that he's still trying to do the whole, uh, wrap bandages in the face thing. Um, yeah, yeah just, I, I let it go, dude. Like <laughs> you're trying so hard. No. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I had to say about that Super Bowl. Just not the best. I kind of lost uh, attention there for a second. Yeah. All right. Um, actually, I thought there's one more thing I wanted, I wanted to ask you before, uh, we get started with the show. Okay. Did you dead by a Vespa? Vespa? No. <laughs> it's an electric bike. It looks like a Vespa. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's kind of popular right now. Like a lot of people uh, in Venice Beach and Huntington Beach, they a lot of people actually ride those. And yeah. I, I think that's the reason why my dad got one of those uh, those electric bikes. It, it looks more like a moped. 
with like a, yeah, a little thing on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh-huh. starting to be a really popular thing, I guess, on the West Coast. Uh, I see a couple of my friends uh, that live in Hawthorne. You know, remember that guy that that we lined up at Howie's Game Shack to get the, the monsters? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think his name is Long. Uh, he, mm-hmm. him and his boys, like, they had, like, they, ha- they have, like, jackets and with their kind of, like, biker gang, you their know? Their crew? Oh, yeah, their God. own crew. So, they, they ride down. They're, they're, slight, they're slightly below the people at Disney that go with their <laughs> with their, with their their jackets or yeah. with their vests. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I guess they ride down, like, uh, between, like, Venice Beach and, uh, you know, uh, Santa Monica. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I think they, I've seen them go all the way down to, like, Long Beach, which is pretty far, but. Yeah, kind of, kind of. I guess it's kind of like a new hobby because COVID and stuff, you know. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because I was just driving by the park and I was like, oh, like this guy, like this guy's just driving a little, little Vespa. Wait a minute, is that Anton's dad? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid, this could, this could just be my imagination, but I swear his helmet had goggles. But that could just be my, my false memory. <laughs> uh, he has glasses, so like. He, oh, okay, maybe that's what yeah. I'm seeing. No, no, I, I think uh, he he's wearing goggles to protect his eyes because it's pretty sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, props to him. He's like, I swear, like every other month, he has a new vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has a scooter, uh, electric bike, and then he also got my mom an electric bike too. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think they I go know, like I'm... every other day or something. They go super early in the morning, so it's not too crowded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to just to get some fresh air. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton, ready to get the show started with some uh, headlines? All right, uh, let's go ahead and get into headline news. All right, the biggest headline that happened after our last episode mm-hmm. was the game stock price upage. They saw the great what was it called the uh, uh, Wall Street bets. Yeah, Wall Street bets. Wall Street bets on Reddit. Uh, kind of, they one person started buying into the GameStop because they noticed uh, this uh, brokerage firm was, uh, well, not brokerage, uh, hedge fund, fund firm yeah. was trying to short the GameStop stock. Mm-hmm. GameStop stock. Uh, and for those that don't know what shorting is, uh, for those that were confused when watching the end of trading yeah, places, trading places, trading places, uh, they, they didn't understand the end of trading places. Uh, shorting pretty much means that they are betting that the stock is going to continue to go down and or the company's going to go out of business. Uh, what they do is uh, a hedge fund would borrow the stock. Oh, God, you had the freaking logo <laughs> ready. Would borrow the stock from somebody that owns GameStop stock uh, and then, you know, bet that the stock is going to go down. Once it does go down, they will sell, they will buy back that stock and then give it back to the person that they borrowed it from. Yeah. I don't exactly know what it what it's what the other person gets that they're borrowing it from. I'm sure they get some sort of like the time that they're using the stock for so, or something. Something they competition. Yeah. So basically, uh, there's a uh, cut that um, the the brokerage gets, and then there there yeah. is the portion that um, is reserved for the other person. So basically, for example. Um, there's so they're splitting the difference yeah 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 so basically before you even do anything um there's uh Mm -hmm. different contracts that you can choose from so you can choose like let's say uh the lowest would be like 50 cents uh per um per share 
So let's say you buy 100 shares mm -hmm. that are 50 cents. So that means you get 50 bucks. If you mm -hmm. win, you get 50 bucks. Uh, if that if you lose, okay. you lose 50 bucks. And that 50 bucks goes to that other person. So in a way, it, it's kind of like betting. <laughs> That's basically what it yeah. is. Um, well, but you have to bet and take at the buy-in price of the market. So if it's really high, that means mm -hmm. you're going to have to pay a ridiculous amount of money. But that's only like if you're betting like really high. If you're if you're betting like fifty cents, you're only going to lose fifty cents. And the thing about these hedge funds is yeah. they're 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 shorting like at a really high price because they get a bigger um, bigger yeah turnaround. they they do in high yeah. volumes. So yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's what happened here. So one person on Reddit or a couple of people on Reddit saw that this brokerage firm was trying to short GameStop by a lot, so they bought into mm -hmm. it, and that kind of raised up the price. But because they started raising up the price, that meant that the hedge fund had to minimize its losses by buying back that stock to make sure that they don't lose, you know, billions, which they still ended up losing a crap load of money for out of this. And because they bought that stock back that continued to raise up the the price of GameStop stock and it just skyrocketed. It went from like I believe like 6 6 or 8 dollars up to I think 400. Yeah, at one point yeah, it was like at 4 something. 420. Uh, but, yeah. okay. <laughs> but the crazy thing is um it it would have gone up a lot more. But what happened was the next day uh, Robinhood, which is one of the biggest uh, uh, amount of accounts uh, because the Robinhood app gives you um, no fees for trading. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like they're, they're, the only thing that they're trying to profit off of you is selling your data. That's the only reason why they're, uh, or why they're doing uh, free trading. Mm, they do other stuff too. So they get, so I, cause I looked into this before mm -hmm. I started investing into to Robinhood mm -hmm. or through Robinhood. Um, one, they make money off of the money sitting in your, um, in your portfolio, mm -hmm. not, not the, the, the uninvested money, mm -hmm. the, the investable mm -hmm. money. Uh, and then also what they do too, is there is a two day settlement time. So at the background for us, it might be immediate stock trading, mm -hmm. but really in the background, they still have to settle up between the Robin hood and whoever is selling the stock. It could be another brokerage firm. It could be. Yeah. Robin yeah. Hood yeah. Themselves. But, but just, but they, they have to do the settlement. That, but the thing is the, the, if you bought it uh, at a certain price, it might be a difference of a penny or two the next day. Fraction. Or it's called up. fraction uh, trading. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then they get, they keep, they pocket the difference. Robin hood pockets the difference. And then you get your stock at the price that you bought it for everybody's happy or whatever so they do have other ways of making mm -hmm. money but it's all based on large volumes yeah. so yeah that's the thing that robin hood introduced uh into the stock market world is sell and uh, doing uh selling stocks at, at fractions so um mm -hmm. yeah so that, that's kind of like a, a a great thing for a lot of people who can't buy like you know um uh, uh they can only yeah they can buy thousands of stocks they can yeah. buy like half or they can you know a good example would be like let's say uh tesla is worth like 800 right now but you only have half mm -hmm. of that so you get half of a share um but stuff like that um but yeah originally like let's say if you were to open up an account it's free you know um the only thing is that mm -hmm. you have to link up your bank account to get into it uh and then 
start trading. They do offer margin. They do offer like a gold account where you get like um, uh, margin limits where you can borrow money from them. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but now you get now you get you're really getting into the weeds of that stuff, and that's where people get into yeah. trouble. So. Uh, yeah, uh, but the, the, the cool thing about Robinhood uh, that I really liked is if you were to play with margins, for example, you're not really mm-hmm. uh, uh, going to lose like your house or anything like that because they only let you do margin if you put the uh, if you have enough money in the account to play margins. Yeah, it, it's basically like, yeah. hey, do you have money to cover your own ass? If you don't. We're yeah, not it's, a, it's, it's a secure it's a secured loan mm-hmm. pretty yeah. much. Um, but it's still dangerous though, because people are putting a large, they are putting their life savings into their account mm-hmm. to play margins, which is still similar to them just investing the mm-hmm. money. Um, but I think where you were getting, getting at was that they got a lot of backlash when they were not allowing people to continue to buy the GameStop stock and also, uh, the kind of ripple effect was also AMC stock started going up and AMC, you couldn't buy any more yeah. stock after so, think, like a, the second. Yeah. Day so day. I think we were shooting for the moon, which they're aiming for, you know, the meme was like $5,000 uh, uh, worth. Uh, but I mean, realistically, I thought it was only going to go up to like a thousand before it start to like, you know, trickle down. Uh, but, you know, the next day when, when Robin Hood restricted uh, any of the stocks to be sold, um, not sold, uh, bought, um, yeah, nobody was able to buy anything the next day on there. And most of the people who were investing in GameStop stocks were on Robinhood. They don't have any other account. Uh, a lot of people who have been, you know, mm. trading for a very long time, they have like, you know, F- Fidelity, they have uh, TD Trade, uh, TD Ameritrade, yeah. uh, E-Trade. So they're able to, you know, jump back and forth between the platforms. But the thing is that, like, I think probably like, uh, I'd say more than 60 to 70% of the people that bought GameStop was uh, <laughs> was on Robinhood. So because of that, uh, nobody was able to buy anything. So uh, I think uh, what the hedge funds started to do was they were starting to do a thing called, um, uh, what is it? Uh, something ladder. Um, I just blanked out on that one. Uh, there's a term for it, but they, oh, attack ladder. So they had like a bunch of like things mm-hmm. where they were trying to sell uh, shorts to a company that is affiliated with them. And then they're buying it back from the other company. So they're trying to lower the price by saying, oh yeah, it's going to go down, go down, go down. But there's this long ladder and all they're doing is just recycling the money. So it's, it mm-hmm. totally started tanking like crazy. <clears throat> um but I mean, people were still holding, so I think that's why you know it's kind of steady. It's not shooting all the way down to like you know uh, under twenty dollars when it first started the whole thing. So uh, right now, I think it's still steady. A lot of people still believe that you know GameStop will probably go up, but the thing is that you don't really know. Um, but at the end of the day, is th- this is pretty much the question. Are the people that are doing this together, are they in it for the money or are they in it for the movement? They're in it for the money. Because, <laughs> okay, <clears throat> look, the only people that are still pushing this right now uh, and outside of Reddit mm-hmm. are the people that are in it for the money. Um, everybody else has cashed out. The hedge funds have cashed out already because they got their 
you know the the price did go up so they were able to to sell what they could mm-hmm. um and it, it's i i i understand the shadiness behind the there's possible conflict of interest with robin hood and some of the brokerage firms that were involved in this but it's kind of weird that robin hood was the one that got the most backlash for not being able to fulfill buying orders when TD and E-Trade were also in the same boat of not being able to buy at that time as well. Um, a lot of people were talking about like um, they don't have a third-party clearinghouse. They clear everything in-house. And the problem with but that still, that's is they, they have so many transactions and it's hard for a company this small. I mean, I don't think they're small, but they consider themselves as small because they're new players. Um, that uh, I think they're too, they have too much pride to say that they can't handle uh, that much pressure. What, Robin Hood or Robin who? Hood? Uh, I, and I don't think they, they have, the, 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 I don't think they have the capacity. No, they admitted it. That that, that that was the thing on the application. When you try to make a purchase, like they can't fulfill right now or whatever. They're still, they're, they're backed up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm saying though, like TD, TD and uh, an E-Trade also, we're, uh, we're not allowing for purchases of GameStop or AMC stock mm-hmm. during this time period, but it seemed like everybody was focusing on Robinhood. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. That, so, so I, there could be some... No, no uh, like, uh, some of the other of some of the other firms, uh, so some of the other trading platforms, they, they restricted, but, I mean, people were still able to uh, buy at a certain amount. For uh, Robinhood, you you weren't able to buy at all. Like it, uh, from what I saw, TD TD was blocking it for at least a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, the I'm sure like after after like the next day or whatever, they're able to start fulfilling some orders. But for at least a day, they were blocking it. Um, but yeah, this it, it it's not really a movement because I get I get it. You they were trying to or they're saying they were they were trying to stick it to the man or whatever. But when you're buying a large volume like this, you are the man. Yeah. <laughs> especially the, especially one of the main Reddit guys that's still trying to uh, uh, get get likes for, for investments. I, I I'll still get notifications from Reddit saying from the guy saying if you if if this post gets a uh, a uh, thousand likes, I will invest another ten thousand into into. Uh, that's the reason why a lot uh, of the mods GameStop. started to uh, clean that up because. Th- that's <laughs> but it's the main guy or it was one of the main guys yeah. um oh did, did you hear about but, the whole yes. uh reddit moderators um like the old moderators they sh- what i'm sorry they shut it down or not shut it down but they made it private or what they yeah. do <laughs> yeah so they, they the reason why they have to make it private is because they had to clean up the moderators because some of the moderators haven't been there for a very long time the founders of the the whole um reddit group like they just left it there and then other moderators were running it the people that knew what to do and knew the right thing to do yeah um and they were the the old moderators came back and they tried to take credit for it they tried to uh, make hollywood deals they try to make like um yeah that's that's the other thing too we didn't put into the notes but they're within a day of the news of this happening like this happened one day the next morning i had the the news alert saying that the the right, the movie rights have has already been sold. See, it's kind of stupid. That's the reason why some of the moderators are like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is not cool. What, what, what are these moderators doing? They're they're trying to profit of uh, of what's going on right now." And you know, like they had this whole feud of different moderators trying to fight for uh, um, 
the subreddit. And, you know, some of the, the moderators who were doing their job, they were doing such a good job. Like they were trying to get rid of the posts of people saying stuff like what you were talking about earlier, where, oh, uh-huh. hey, if you uh, get this much like uh, for my post, then I will buy like million uh, dollars worth of the stock or whatever. Um, stuff like that, they were trying to delete because uh, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be done that way. You know, that that's not cool. Yeah. That that is that is manipulating for for personal yeah. gain, um, but it's funny that you mentioned that because I think the the next day because I mean all these news people were trying like news networks were trying to uh, get subject matter experts or or people that were involved to do interviews or to explain what exactly was happening, and uh, ABC does a podcast every morning called the uh, Start. Or, start here mm-hmm. i think it was like a 30 minute news news update podcast or whatever and it's i kind of rolled my eyes because the person they were interviewing was the guy that started the wall street bet subreddit but he went from he went from being like let me be really clear i haven't been involved in that subreddit in years or blah blah, blah. but he's still talking like he was involved yeah so i'm like i'm sorry you can't have it both ways dude you can't you can't try to act like you started this movement mm-hmm. But also try to distance yourself from it. (laughs) So, you know, the thing about this subreddit is there are people that are doing the right thing. And then there's people that are trying to take advantage of of, of the whole thing. And, you know, you mean that all the people that are all the people that are all of a sudden uh, uh, investor investment uh, professionals and are are providing this. This is this is the next stock right here. This one right here. Everybody focus on this. (laughs) So I've been, you know, uh, a subscriber to this subreddit for a very long time. Uh, Yeah. I wouldn't say long, long time, but I started like, you know, um, last year when the, the whole market kind of crashed because of uh, COVID. And uh, yeah. uh, during that time, I was, you know, just looking to see how much people were losing money on, on, on online. Uh, and that's what the subreddit was for. It was originally for people to share that they made a bet and how, how stupid, how stupid <laughs> retarded it is. Um, I mean, I don't want to say that term, but uh, that's the term that they use on the subreddit is like how retarded you are to buy uh, a large amount of money w- of, of stock. Um, and uh, well, yeah, people usually post how much they lose on this one. That's what the subreddit you know, is for. Yeah, because even, even before all this all this chaos that happened, uh, people day trading became very popular for the, the novice investor uh say early last year like i said because of covid mm-hmm. and that's because people had more time on their hands they weren't able to go out as much they might have had some extra money or they might have gotten their stimulus check and they wanted to invest it somehow yeah, or whatever sure. mm-hmm. and, and you but you have all these like college students that that aren't really savvy when it comes to investing they're tech savvy because they know how to find the app and how to do the mm-hmm. trades but they don't really understand how the stocks work or or what it was they kind of treat it like a, a video game mm-hmm and then there's like all these horror stories of like uh teenager not teenagers but like you know young people in their 20s uh investing $10,000 like their entire life savings and yeah. something not understanding what they're doing and then losing that money and just kind of or, or investing their family's money mm-hmm. and then screwing them over financially stuff like that it, it was terrible dude like it, it's it's some bad stories so i i get why there's like some stories in there that you know they'd want to share on subreddits mm-hmm. but now it's kind of turned into the, the the image that they're portraying is that they are uh savvy 
investors <laughs> yeah so anyway at least for right now at least for right now because because it, it was going on with amc so they're trying to like make it seem like they know what's going on that why that they're in the right and they know what what the stock market should do so the thing that caught my attention for this subreddit was the reason of um tesla tesla stock got mm-hmm. what they deserved because of this subreddit because they supported um they supported his stock because of the whole uh, shorting. Because uh, <laughs> the hedge funds shorted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hedge funds yeah, shorted yeah. Uh, yeah, Tesla but- stock. And uh, it, it kind of uh, went out of hand. And even Elon was, like, tweeting about it. He, he wasn't happy with it. And this subreddit was the one that pushed. Well, no, because Elon gets in trouble gets in trouble for, for tweeting yeah. stuff about the stock. But yet they screw him yeah. over. So, you know, this subreddit was one of the first uh, groups that supported his whole movement thing for Tesla. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, that was the reason why I joined this subreddit is because, like, you know, these people are empowering the movement of, you know, um, doing the right thing, um, trying to get those hedge funds to um, pull but- back. <laughs> yeah. So since last summer, I. I keep seeing people on the subreddit talking about like, oh, uh, buy GameStop, buy GameStop. I'm like thinking in my head, why would you buy GameStop? Like their 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 company's dying. They don't treat their employees right. The people who work there are are and it's just the and it's a it's an old business yeah. model. It doesn't work yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. And you know, like <laughs> systems are eventually going to move to digital downloads only. There's going to be no more. Like disc. Stadia. Stadia yeah. is their biggest enemy right now. <laughs> yeah. So stuff like that. You know, like I was like, why are we investing in this? And everyone's really pushing it, uh, pushing it on the on the subreddit. So I, I avoided that, and I, I I looked into like you know other things that people were talking about on there, like you know BlackBerry. Um, uh, Palantir, um, and uh, what was that other company? Uh, Neo, which is a electric car company. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know they, they they actually had some you know good good ideas and good um uh like people actually write essays on here, which I kind of like. That's mm-hmm. the whole reason why I they actually explain them. They don't just they're not just yeah yeah. It out there. So that's the only reason why I I, I kept on on the subreddit. And, uh, yeah, and I never took the GameStop thing seriously, but I did take, like, BlackBerry seriously. I bought some of that. Um, and I think I'm doing pretty well. Like, I'm actually in the positive, yeah, and I- I'm, I'm really happy with some of the, the stuff that these guys uh, uh, did on there. Um, but, yeah, this whole GameStop thing, I don't know, dude. It's still playing it's- out. See. So- well, uh, the, I I think there might be another bump in the in the near future, mm-hmm. but I, I think that's this is pretty much the end of it, mm-hmm. um, because like you were saying that they're they're trying to do the right thing, but the thing is, while trying to do the right thing, they're also screwing over a lot of other companies. They're 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 creating a chaos in a in an ecosystem that's supposed to be very stable. Um, any little change can cause a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. So the GameStop stock going over way more than the company's worth just through other investments out like it, it it's it, it might be funny to screw over one hedge fund but you're screwing over a lot more people from that ripple effect and i think that's where the danger is mm-hmm. um and why i think that it took a what at least a week for the stock market to kind of get its footing back yeah. um so i but, mean yeah it's, yeah I don't know. there's always good and bad things about you know everything that goes on uh during the stock market but uh, a lot of people, a lot of people's passion is, you know, let the little guys um, 
survive a little bit you know let them go out in peace yeah like for example like uh, blockbuster a lot of hedge funds basically tried to take out the company as fast as they could um mm-hmm. and uh yeah i mean it, it was what you think you, you, you think blockbuster was worth staying around no but i mean you know <laughs> let them die in peace and instead of like you know shorting the fuck out but, of like their stock and and profiting you know um i i i agree i feel shorting is uh, i'm more of the traditional investor mm-hmm. I invest in what I believe in and what I actually would spend my money on and what I do spend my money on um, and what I know. Mm-hmm. I think shorting is kind of a dirty way to... Yes, yes you're still playing in the same same world, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of a, a sketchy way to do hey, it, especially I, when it comes to the whole borrowing thing, contracts. I, I don't mind shorting like, you know, big companies. Uh, I mean, if if it's a stable company, well, what yeah, the, it, what defines big? Yeah, but <laughs> it doesn't make sense for people to short those type of companies because they're already successful, and that's not where the money's at. It, the money's at is where you short like companies are. <laughs> I guess the rules are kind of. But like, that's why that's because. Well, no, but that's the thing though that that's that's for them. That's a safe bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, GameStop going away is not something that's being created. That is something that the company. Mm-hmm has floundered for the last what five six years uh even longer than if you count how they treat their employees and how they treat their customers but because they were the go-to thing for since i think electronic boutique like uh got bought they got bought out just the name no no they i think it was uh it was a buyout buyout. yeah everything ever since the gamestop became the the go-to place that's like standalone for for gamers for stuff like that you get they made exclusive deals Ever since then, like they they they've already been you know pissing off customers and stuff like that, but they didn't care because they were the one place to go to that you know unless you wanted to go to a GameStop, uh, a Best Buy or Target, but they, you weren't going to get those exclusives, you weren't going to get those midnight releases. Um, but I mean now you know we're going disc free, where where nobody really cares about trading in that much anymore. At least at the at, you know they don't want to get their dollar for a sixty dollar game. Yeah. So let let's be clear. Let's be completely clear we're not any financial advisor does not financial yes. advice <laughs> that's a given these are our perspectives yeah. we're not giving stock advice we're just this is just our opinions mm-hmm. on on gamestop and what's happening okay so uh, that's enough <laughs> let's move on to our next uh, uh next headline news here oh hold on time. quick question okay. uh you you switched over to td i switch over to fidelity uh, but I also have a Fidelity. TD account too. Out of those two, which ones do you prefer? And this is from all personal uh, uh, information. Uh, which tools do you prefer? Or are they both about the same? Uh, I, I yes and no. Uh, I mean, uh, I've in my family we've always used TD, um, but of course we have other accounts thing. too. Fidelity is great. <laughs> yeah. um, if I had to choose, I would just choose E Trade. But I personal accounts I, I i never opened one um yeah. but i i kind of like fidelity you know some of the stuff that they have um i, I use their active trading um pro mm-hmm. a lot uh it's a really cool platform that that um saves all of your uh your setups uh your screens yeah. your graphs and everything on there um and then you can also trade on there too which a lot of the other platforms don't do it they just do like a uh like a third-party chart thing, and then you have to go onto the site to to trade. So, uh, uh, and then the app-wise isn't that great, but I mean, it only does its function, which is to buy and trade. And then if 
you want to do some of the other technical stuff, I'd rather do it on the, the website instead of the app. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Just wondering. All right, Anton, uh, what else do we have in here? Okay, so um, I guess in Universal Studios Osaka, Japan, they uh, just recently soft open and preview Super Nintendo World. And, uh, you know, we, we talked about this a couple of times before where they have. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have the Mario Kart ride. Uh, they have mm-hmm. a Yoshi ride. They have some um, other cool things. Uh, I, I think like you can walk around the whole entire land with like a little wristband and you could hit those uh, question mark blocks to get coins and all that stuff. And it, it interacts with uh, the app that you have on your phone too. So anyways, um, hmm. yeah. So basically the whole world is kind of like a video game. Um, yeah. And we were able to see what the Mario Kart ride looks like. And for a while, we know that it is augmented reality um, infused. Mm-hmm. So it's a regular dark ride with uh, new technology, the a augmented uh, reality glasses. So when you first enter into the ride, they give you like a little visor that you adjust on your head. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a little hat that you have on here. Uh, as soon as you sit down on the ride, it's a Mario Kart. It says M on it. Um, you have uh, visors in front of you. I mean, uh, glasses in front of you that you hook into your your uh, headband that you just put on. Uh-huh. So as you ride the ride, uh, those augmented glasses are, sh- are projecting uh, the characters. So you look around. It kind of looks like VR, but it's not because it has a, a clear glass. So you can see yeah around it's augmented yeah. augmented reality so, yeah yeah it's kind of cool um it's kind of hard to see uh what it really looks like because they put a camera on the side to to record everything um but from mm-hmm. what people say they said you might like it you might not like it it's it's the the gimmick is there you understand what's going on but sometimes uh, uh it kind of takes you out of the reality of it like it doesn't feel real to you yet it it almost feels like they're describing those like early virtual reality games Mm -hmm. where like yes you were technically in a virtual reality but you knew you were in a virtual reality like it's it's still like very uh uh not stick figures but like sharp corners like it's not really real rendered you're you're obviously wearing a headset. You know it's it's not as immersive as people would hope it would be. Yeah, but you appreciate it. Yeah. So other than that, like uh, they have some really, uh, really really cool um, uh, things going on in, in in that area of the park. They also have a restaurant uh, that have really nice themed foods, and I think that's kind of like a trend now. Like whenever. Um, any of the parks open up uh, a, a new section. Uh, the theme uh, stuff is actually really, really detailed and uh, tastes good too. Um, mm. I think my favorite by far would probably be like you know the Harry Potter stuff where you get to go in and you get to try like uh, butter beer. Uh, you get to eat like um, yeah, a shepherd's pie and stuff like that. Uh, by the way, yeah. uh, I can't wait to co- for COVID to be over because I'm gonna go visit you. And I want to take Martha to to Universal Studios. We finished watching all the Harry Potter movies because she's never seen them okay. before. 
and now she's into it huh, okay. and i tried to explain to her how immersive the the diagon alley yeah. is yeah yeah and she i i think she understands but it's definitely something i want her to experience yeah it's, too, it's like, exciting even just a wall transition yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so um yeah it took me a while to get this picture up but i just want to show you what the land looks like i don't know if you've seen any uh pictures of uh the super nintendo land uh, yeah, not not the actual land itself, but I know we showed the the map of what they wanted it to be or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, Look cool though. Oh, very very uh very accurate to the to the canon. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can get some of the uh, food. Oh, they actually have a map of the the whole entire um, uh, land. It actually, it looks really small right now, but uh, originally in the concepts they had like a. Uh, picture They're like four lands right yeah uh in the original picture it looks like they had um legend of zelda in there too but um i guess they took it out uh i don't know if they're gonna they add that get the rights no no nintendo owns uh, owns that too yeah. okay um yeah i know that the, some of the descriptions i heard was that it's it's a uh, lego land but for nintendo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, okay there we go that's the actual layout. Um, so there's Koopa's okay. Castle. There's Yoshi's um, Island. Well, I don't think it's island. I think it's just land. Um, but it's a very kiddie yeah, ride. That you get to ride one of the colored Yoshis. And they just take you around the whole land so you can see what's going on. Um, and then there's like a picture spot. Kind of like a kiddie area to, for kids to hang out. There's a secret mm-hmm. maze that you can go into. Um then yeah that's that's definitely smaller than what than the initial picture we saw the concept map so that just shows you how much they want to grow mm-hmm. it this is probably like what one third one third one fourth of what the size that they wanted to yeah, be. yeah 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 uh okay this is really cool dude um i'm gonna let me see if i can get this picture up uh, these are some of the food items that are inside um of this area it looks cool looks good and it's something that I I would probably like to eat. Um, so if it's a pixel, pixelated hot dog, I'm I'm signing off. <laughs> okay, so the first one that <laughs> you're like no picture then. <laughs> uh, the first one here. Uh, let me see. Sorry, uh, is that what it is? Okay, let's start with this one. So this right here, it's a pizza bowl. Uh, Doesn't that look cool? Upside down. Yeah, yeah. So inside, it's a pizza filling. Uh, So for our audio listeners, this is basically uh, a regular mushroom that you would eat in uh, Super Mario. It's a pizza pie. Yeah, Uh, but it's it looks like a pie. Yeah, Yeah. I'm guessing I'm guessing the the bottom part is solid, whatever it is, plastic or whatever it is, and the mushroom part is the 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 pizza crust, Mm kind of nicely rounded pizza crust. And then uh, the, I wonder, I wonder if you flip it up, upside down to serve it. Like, do you just like flip those in and then take off the plastic part? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so this is a piranha yeah. plant uh, salad or something like that. Oh God! If if that's more than than twelve than, than ten bucks, it's yeah, a it is. That's just look. It's, uh, it's like a half salad. Yeah. <laughs> this one's pretty cool. Oh, let me see what I can, it is i'm assuming a dessert because that looks like whipped cream yeah this is uh, a terry masu block it's uh the question mark oh, okay. block 
Uh, and inside is tiramisu. And then at the very top, it has a, a little button. Uh, I think that's probably like a white chocolate button. Uh, and it's yeah. a picture of a red mushroom, which gives you power-ups. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you can see they have like a raspberry puree on the side or something for decoration and some extra flavor. Um, Very grammable. Yeah. And then this is probably something that you would like because uh, I know you're a burger guy. Uh, they have this one right here. It is the Mario bacon cheeseburger. It's got a little... But that's just a regular burger with the mushroom mushroom bun. <laughs> yeah, but it's got a little Mario hat attached to the very top there. So... <laughs> okay, that's legit. Yeah. Um, that probably the le- out of all the... Probably the least imaginative one, but that's still fun, yeah. though. <laughs> so, uh, when Nintendo Land comes to the U.S., I know that they're going to have in Hollywood, uh, and they're also going to have uh, the Orlando one. I know that the Orlando one will be a lot bigger because they might add some extra uh attractions so i'm excited for that because we have a lot of land here and when i told you they're opening uh epic epic worlds they're gonna have a nintendo land there so kind of excited yeah i'm curious to see how big the one in in hollywood is going to be because i i really don't know how to keep building out orlando uh not orlando well keep building out universal and yeah well they already got rid of the gibson theater uh, I think they got rid of some of the sound stages, so yeah. Okay, I was like Gibson Theater wouldn't make that much room, but okay, <laughs> sound stages, yeah, those take up space. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, Anton. And for our last headline news here, Cloverfield uh, is getting a sequel. Uh, writer Joe Barton, who's the showrunner for Gotham, uh, and of course producing is J.J. Abrams, is going to make a direct sequel to the 2008 original. Uh, the only real detail that we have is besides that it's going to be a sequel, is that it's not necessarily going to be found footage. It's, it's going to be an actual movie, mm-hmm. um, which I can't wait. And I want to see if they link the other movies together. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think it was a, it's a cool concept of what they were doing, but I think it's a little bit of a big mess uh, for you know people who don't even know what the last one was about, like the, the space one. That was so yeah, weird. So- yeah, so... Yeah, the space I, I, and it's funny because I, re- I rewatched the rewatched it again. Um, why wait? Why did I rewatch it? I was I don't know what I was doing, but I I I went to it like halfway again. I was kind of like, oh yeah, I remember this, huh? Well, I don't remember this part. Oh, that's kind of weird. Um, yeah, even rewatching it again, the space one is just so many questions still, mm-hmm. and it's still so frustrating. Um, around the end, I I like the first one, the two thousand eight one, because it was just so different. Uh, the the marketing around it was so unique and very viral. Yeah. I think it was one of the first viral like marketing te- uh, tactics. You really didn't know what you were getting yourself into. So I, I think the, yeah. the element of surprise made the movie more enjoyable. Oh my God. The, probably the first time I saw people like tearing down a trailer and trying to get details of what it mm-hmm. is. Remember people like trying to, replay audio and and do like audio cleanup for some of the, the dialogue people are saying oh the monster's a lion look you hear you were here it says it's a lion it's huge or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, no it's saying it's alive it's huge yeah. <laughs> um but i think my my favorite one is the cloverfield lane mm-hmm. with uh, uh was it elizabeth mary uh, mary elizabeth, elizabeth winstead. Uh, winstead. winstead mary elizabeth there you go um because that was just so tense 
it, it was a great for for it being filmed essentially in two rooms. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a lot of chemistry and a lot of tension. It's it's great. Mm-hmm. John Goodman, such an amazing uh, performance in that movie. Sure. John Goodman just it, it, he always can play the 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 gentle giant if he wanted mm-hmm. to, but he has so much range and I think it's kind of weird and fun when he plays an asshole when he plays like a badass because it, it, it's different. Mm-hmm. The Big Lebowski, yeah, <laughs> Big Lebowski. Yeah. Um, uh, was it not Band of Brothers? Um, the the oh, freaking anyway, George Clooney, the World War Two movie, uh, Monuments mm-hmm, Men. Mm-hmm. You play kind of like a World War II mm-hmm. hero. All right. All right, Anton, you ready to get into streaming? All right, let's get into streaming. All right. Uh, first up, a little bit of news here. So we are going to get in, We are going to get uh, Wakanda series on Disney+, Plus, uh, directed, directed by Ryan Coogler, who did the first Black Panther and is... Uh, slated to be the director for the second Black Panther movie. Uh, no release date yet, but we know that Black Panther's 2 is scheduled for uh, summer of 2022, so next July. Um, so I'm assuming they're going to try to scramble together something before then. I, I, my, my theory is that they're going to take the opportunity to tell the story of what happened to T'Challa mm-hmm. and, and it transitioning to... Um, uh, Shuri, yeah, being the Black Panther, mm-hmm. uh, because it, I feel like that'd be the, the the easiest way to do it. It's both giving um, some recognition to Chadwick Boseman, so it's not a, it's not like a, a throwaway mention of him being killed off or something happening so, to him. So the thing that I'm, I'm trying to understand is uh, Ryan Coogler said that he, he's not writing, he's not rewriting the script. Whatever the script is, the, the script is. The way it is, yes, yes. Yeah. So that's that's what that that's that's kind of supporting my point here. Yeah. I think they want to the this is going to serve as the transition for T'Challa leaving, giving Chadwick Boseman the the time and recognition. It's not just a throwaway line of what happened to him off screen, mm-hmm. but it's also not them rewriting a script and and stretching out throughout the movie the death of of T'Challa. Mm-hmm. So now they can just sub in Shuri for the Chadwick Boseman roles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. It sounds more reasonable. It, it sounds like, you know, that's something that they're going to do. Um, yeah. Kind of excited to see like a Wakanda series. I'm, I'm already hooked with this Wanda vision uh, and we're, we're getting um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier in the next couple of weeks which we did get a teaser yeah. of yeah we did which we did another teaser mm-hmm. of during the super bowl yeah this is just reminds me of those uh the falcon and winter soldier just reminds me of those old like 80s buddy cop yeah, movies yeah, yeah. where like they pair together two two partners yeah. that are complete opposites mm-hmm. but they must join forces and find common ground to beat the bad guy which is uh uh baron Z- uh baron zemo mm-hmm. um yeah i'm excited for that one and it, it, just one half another because I think we have another four episodes left in WandaVision. Yes. Which will put us into March mm-hmm. just in time for the series to pick up. All right. So let's get into WandaVision here. Um, so episode four right. and five. You just want to skip to yeah. five because four. Okay. Four in general okay. for me, well, I felt like Darcy is killing it. 
her character is totally I, I, killing it. I I loved I love that they brought back Darcy because I felt she was such a hilarious character. Yeah. Probably the only real character I loved in the first Thor. Mm-hmm. I didn't really love Thor in that one. I thought it was gonna uh Agent Coulson. All right, kind of another yeah. him teasing the next movie. Natalie Portman, I love her as an actress. Didn't really connect with her as a character. But Darcy was great in the movie. Um, but back to episode four, uh, we, it's called We Interrupted This Program. Uh, I I kind of love-hate that they did this. Uh, one is they were just literally repeating the questions that the audience have. So maybe just trying to level set uh, to, to reassure the audience. We know you have these questions. We're going to get to them. Um, and I, the very beginning, so we, we understand, we know what happened to Monica, Monica Rambo, where she's been, she was snapped away and she was brought back during that time. Uh, Maria Rambo, who is uh, Captain Marvel's best friend Mm -hmm. passes away from cancer. Something that I had a a random thought about because, uh, Maria Rambo passes away from cancer. She had cancer. She beat it. The snap happens two years later. The cancer cancer comes back and she passes away. Three years later, after that, her daughter comes back or gets uh, the what's it called? The blip. Yeah, the blip. She gets blip back. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I I really my, my th- I really like that they they let us see the blip incorporated. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it puts you in perspective where we are in the story. Because when we saw it in uh, Spider Man, it, it felt yeah. like oh, okay. That, that's it was so rushed yeah. it, like i think we had to, we saw the hilarious moments mm-hmm. like you know the marching band funny. popping up in the middle of a basketball yeah, game that, yeah. that was the funny version now this is the the more emotional like oh yeah and shit's getting version. real yeah and yeah and i it, it was an emotional moment because i mean i was trying to put myself in monica's shoes and it's like you know one moment you are next to your your mother's bed kind of celebrating that she survived you know cancer mm-hmm. And, you know, to you, the next moment later, they passed away from cancer again. Yeah. Or, like, well, they passed away from cancer. Like, it, it, it was a, a very, you know, from from a super high moment to, like, a gut punch moment from her perspective. So, they're like, damn, that, that must really suck. Mm-hmm. But uh, the question I have is, do you think Maria Rambo's cancer was caused by Captain Marvel because of her powers? Captain Marvel's power comes from a, t- a source of radiation. Mm-hmm. So all that close proximity to to Captain Marvel, to the engine they were developing, uh, from, b- developed by Marvel during all this time, the secret secret uh, uh, aircraft design and stuff like that. Do you think that was caused for? It? Like, is, is there any connection? Yeah, I mean that, and, that totally makes sense because um, uh, I think so because her daughter didn't really want to talk about Captain Marvel at all. Yes. Um, yeah, and in 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 episode five, uh, there's a moment where she they mention Captain Marvel, and she kind of just kind of like uh, shakes it off. She's like, right whatever. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's she has some some mm-hmm. anger. So I'm like, is there a connection here? Is, did did Captain Marvel inadvertently cause cancer for her best friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. That that's pretty much the highlights of episode four. All right, Anton. The 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 fun one that you've been waiting for. Episode five. Uh, on a very special episode. Okay, so uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, I, I just want to clear one one more thing Spoilers. in episode four. <laughs> uh, I, I really want to go to five. Um, yeah, I think uh, you know we'll just go to five. Uh, 
Yeah, so episode five. Now you got me curious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so episode five. Um, no, I'm going to go back to episode four. I think they did a really good job Just, okay. of like uh, giving us insight of who is watching. Because uh, for the longest time, like three episodes, we didn't know who was watching Wanda. So it's yeah. kind of cool to have like a lot of like they connected fun it. jokes, even though it was a very serious episode. I like the fun jokes from uh, Jimmy Woo and Darcy. Mm-hmm. They're, he, <laughs> the whole but, Avengers like but, coming together are two Avengers in a sitcom. <laughs> that, that's totally, yeah. like, <laughs> hilarious. But it's just funny because that's that, they're kind of not just making fun of WandaVision, but they're also going to make fun of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, but, but something else that I didn't mention in episode four is I love how quickly the audience grew attached to, uh, uh, Randall Park's character, Jimmy Woo, uh, because we really haven't seen him since, since Ant-Man yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the agent that was keeping tabs on, on, uh, on, uh, uh, Ant-Man to making sure he was staying under house arrest. Mm-hmm. And the last we saw him, he was trying to master his little trick of making the card reappear and disappear uh and then we we find out in this episode he he mastered it and that's like that's how he introduced himself to uh monica monica rambeau was like here oh no you uh, see jimmy it. woo <laughs> agent jimmy woo boom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like it's funny because now people want uh some of the memes i've been seeing that like jimmy woo's like you know po- movie poster kind of thing and uh somebody tweeted on on twitter saying can we please get a jimmy woo series of him in the FBI trying to solve Marvel-related cases yeah, similar to X Files, but in the Marvel universe, <laughs> yeah. it's being pitched, which is kind of cool. I'd, yeah. I'd be down because yeah. I mean, he, he it's FBI, so there's not really you know, it's not Sword, it's not Shield. Mm-hmm. They're kind of just normal law enforcement trying to deal with this weirdness of the superhero universe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so episode five, man, uh, episode five is starting to get real. Uh, yeah, everything that is happening, I think. I think so. Episode five, yeah. Vi- Vision starts to get his his suspicions confirmed. Mm-hmm. He he knows what's going on with. Uh, he 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 wiped not wiped, but he cleared up somebody's mind to be able to get a glimpse of their real personality from being suppressed. And it's kind of creepy. It's the person was pretty much being held hostage. Mm-hmm. That that's what they're you know the 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 fear the 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 anxiousness there, uh, very very unsettling. Um, but then you know Vision figures like hey, you know what it's kind of best to let him play along for now and then kind of puts him back to the state he was in, and we're back to the sitcom world with the the the, it's the like canned house, laughter uh, from the audience. Full House spinoff. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's weird. Um, and then we have like them doing the the internet now. They're they're dialing the dial up connection yeah. for the for the emails yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, the crappy early eighties or the mid eighties jokes about the internet, saying like email. But what am I supposed to do with my letter opener now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, I think the, the the whole episode they were just trying to transition into that. Um, the, the storyline where their shit's going to get real, real soon. Um, mm-hmm. And I think uh, throughout this whole episode, Vision is starting to understand like, well, there's something more going on here. There's something yeah, wrong. Yeah, and it seems like Wanda is slowly getting 
uh, to a point where she can't control everything anymore. Uh, she's she's starting she she's getting frustrated yeah. based on everything that's going on. She's this, and she kind of vents vents saying like, "Oh, you think I'm controlling everything? You think I'm controlling? You know, when the neighbor goes to work on their car, when they when they go get walk their dog, you think I'm controlling everything? Like you can kind of tell like, yes, bitch, you are controlling all this, and like you can tell that you're getting tired. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. Anyways, that's pretty much the whole entire episode is, you know, it's building up to something. And uh, fast forwarding to all the way to the very end when things were going off script, as they would say Largely, for this yeah. part. Um, yeah. When you thought. Well, it, yeah. Go ahead. Well, okay. So, and are you, are you alluding to the recasting? The <laughs> recasting. Is that, is that what you're is that referencing? Because I want to make sure before, no, I, no, before, no. I go, before I start talking. No. Um, okay. No, I, I'm I'm not going to talk about the recasting because that doesn't make any sense to me. Um. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, well then let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. <laughs> okay. So in the as you mentioned in the beginning of the episode, we start to get you know Wanda questioning, getting questions about her controlling every little aspect of the of the world. Um, so I think that kind of calls internally some conflict in her saying like you know maybe i am you know manipulating because vision is also part of this illusion he has no idea what's happened to him in the past like it it seems like she's blocking out his memory if it's even the same vision we know because even he says he doesn't remember anything before being in this world with her um and then as their kids who just keep having their girl spurts uh find a dog and be in an episode and you know, two thirds of the episode, the dog dies. The kids start to question. Well, my mom has the power to bring back people from the dead, and Wanda's kind of fine and saying, "No, I don't." It's like, "Yeah, you're you're powerful. You can bring bring back people from the dead." And she goes, "No, no, I can't. Who told you that?" You know. So she's kind of questioning whether she should or shouldn't bring back people from the dead. Mm-hmm. Cut to the end, where now they're getting questions. She's getting questions about her brother, uh, Quicksilver. Uh, P- Petra. Yeah, Petra. P- I, I always forget. Just call him Peter. Petra. <laughs> Peter. I know. For that's what bugs me about yeah. this. Uh, whether you know why isn't he here? Like he's dead too. Why isn't he here? So I think there is a conflict internally between her of her wanting her brother back, but her also knowing her brother is dead. And then in that moment of that conflict, there's a knock on the door, and it's her brother, but not the brother we know. Mm-hmm. So I think he, I, I think she tapped into another universe where he's still alive. Yeah, and that was like her, her subconscious kind of, uh, um, what you call it, uh, compens, comp, not compensating, but compromising. There we go, compromising to to bring to bring some uh, to bring her brother back. Yeah. Okay, so that's where it ended, right? Yes. Yeah. But do you, do you do you buy my theory or no? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's part of what I was thinking. Um, but I kind of see the bigger picture. I don't know if you see this or not. Um, but reading About how creepy reading some things on the internet kind of got me thinking more about something that nobody talked about yet. Um, I mean, how Agnes chooses 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 when she notices and doesn't notice things. No. Well, yes and no. Yeah, well, that's part of it. (laughs) So here's my whole theory. Spoiler alert. If this happens, cool. Um, So before this all happened, I think Agnes was kind of the influencer into uh, Wanda choosing to bring back Vision. 
And Mm -hmm. uh, in order to bring back Vision, I think Agnes probably told Wanda she would have to sell, uh, she would have to deal uh, with the devil. She would Mm -hmm. have to make a deal with the devil in order to get Vision back. Mm -hmm. And what happened was she had to open portals. And when she opens portals, what comes out? Uh, Demons. And if we're, talk- if we're talking about like witchcraft and dark arts and stuff like that, when you open doors uh, or portals, demons can cross to the other side. And mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about like the demon portal, witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And you know, in, in modern days, <laughs> we watch a lot of like ghost shows. So this stuff happens all yeah. the time. So implement it into this. So uh, when the devil comes over, we get Mephisto which is a character that mm-hmm. is heavily referenced in a lot of like um, uh, Marvel stuff. Well, yeah, in the comic books, it's where Wanda got her powers from, right? Mephisto left left a piece of himself in this dimension, and that's where Wanda absorbed that and be- had, had, had yeah, her powers. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, Agnes is telling her, yeah, if you want to bring Vision back, you have to uh, make a deal with the devil. So I guess she mm-hmm. said, okay. And then I guess she goes to sword to get uh, Vision's body and she tries to put him mm-hmm. together and then she made a deal with the devil. And then I don't know what the deal with the devil was. I think it was to bring the devil into reality, into, yep. uh, you know, uh, physical yeah, form. Which which would fit in with their, with their kids, like some sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and something I, I kind of been toying around with too is there always seems to be a, a, a throwaway creature in every episode. So we've had, in the first episode, it was a lobster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think in the second episode, it was the stork. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, the stork. Uh, and, and there's, and then in this at last episode, there was a, the puppy. Yeah. So I'm like, there's always something. So I'm like, I wonder if, because, and one of the things that's always been toted in the in the posters is that the devil's in the details. Yeah. So it, here's what I think happens next. Because she made a deal with the devil, she knew what she had to do. She's an Avenger. She protects mm-hmm. people. And in order to protect people, she built a barrier. And when she mm-hmm. built that barrier, which is called the hex, mm-hmm. uh, she kept everything out. And she had so much power, which uh, Agnes probably underestimated. She was able Mm -hmm. to control everything that's inside of that hex. And because of that, Mm -hmm. uh, she's able to live her happy life with vision. Yeah. Uh, And she basically... It's like, it's... it's, She she built a firewall when when, uh, uh, executing some questionable uh, uh, program. Yeah. So she got what she wanted, <laughs> to make sure it, but at the same time, yeah. in order to have what she wants and protect the people that she loves outside of the bubble, she yeah. has to take control over everything, including Agnes. And I'm pretty you sure... quarantine? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure Agnes uh, is uh, a pretty powerful witch too, but not as yeah. powerful as Wanda. And yeah, and and that's mm-hmm. that, that wouldn't be too surprising because I mean, uh, uh, I don't know, it was his name, Jin, uh, yeah, J- Jimmy Woo. Uh, he went to uh, he went to uh, the reason he was involved in episode four was because he was there to investigate a missing persons, and that's when he said it's actually a missing town. Mm-hmm. 
so who was he going to check up on? Who was he trying to keep tabs on or whatever? And that, that led him to this discovery. So it's possible that, you know, Agnes, who is that neighbor that seems to know too much, but it's also kind of knowingly playing along, uh, plays a bigger role in that. Um, I, I do think that, you know, while Wanda is, you know, controlling this world or created this world, there seems to be something else kind of setting her up. Yeah. And I'm kind of waiting for the kids or one of the kids or one or both the kids to be uh, 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 the big twist at the end that, you know, either backfires on her, uh, whatever it is. But those kids are came from somewhere. Yeah, they're real. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it, 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 I think the thing that kind of points out that, you know, she's not trying to kill anybody. She's happy the way she is. She wants to keep things the way it is, is that she uh, she put rambo back where she came from uh mm-hmm. and she didn't really and i love that, that i love that rambo called her out on that too yeah saying like you're not you're not trying you're not trying to hurt me you're not trying to do anything like that you, you would you could have killed me if you wanted yeah. to so i yeah so at the end of the day i think she's just trying to live her life how she wants it to be yeah. and uh yeah I, I think she knew that she wouldn't be able to make it last i don't know i think she probably wanted to last but with with things going the way it is, I don't think it's going to last. But uh, mm-hmm. here's what I think is going to happen. I think because of the portals that she opened, I'm pretty sure she opened a lot of different portals and doors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because the stuff that's coming out of these portals, uh, it, she probably had to pull a lot of strings in order to make this happen. Because it, it sounds mm-hmm. more complicated than it, it than it really is. Um, she yeah. probably sold her, um, she made a deal with the devil, but the devil probably had to open up other portals to bring other, uh, other dimensions to yeah. bring other, uh, creatures over. And I think mm-hmm. Mephisto is going to play a really big thing in Dr. Strange too, because, yeah. you know, I, I have a feeling it's going to be, uh, a really big, uh, chaotic, um, problem that, that. I think Doctor Strange is trying to close the portal. He's trying to mm-hmm. keep peace, so he's trying to put everything yeah. back where they belong. Um, I mean, we already know Dormammu is kind of like that—that that, uh, dimensional. Uh, He—he's a yeah, he's a he's a god out of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, having something like that, but like more, um, more sophisticated more because epic. of so many portals being open, it's going to be hard to close yeah. up. So I think that's where um, Doctor Strange is going to uh, work with Wanda, try to get everything back to normal. And it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Someone pointed this out online. They're like, um, th- this is actually happening during the time of uh, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Because it happened right after the blip, right? Uh, I think this yeah, is like right. two or three weeks the after the blip. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so the crazy thing, and they mentioned, and they mentioned he's from another dim- uh, uh, Mysterio's from another dimension. That's the excuse he used, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's another thing: yeah. like uh, uh, when Spider-Man uh, was like, "Oh, why don't you uh, have someone you know take care of M- Mysterio?" Like, I'm I'm on vacation, you know, I'm, I'm with the school. Yeah. Uh, what about Doctor Strange? Why don't you call him? And they're like, "Oh, not available." And I think Doctor Strange is probably helping Wanda trying to put everything yeah. back to normal uh no but that but that is something that that caught my attention in spider-man 3 when you know mysterio's 
ex- explanation for for how he knows everything's gonna happen is because he says he came from another dimension where this has already happened and he's trying to protect our dimension yeah. nobody really questions yeah him. and here's here's what i think is even more crazier this all this portal stuff that's opening and everything it's affecting mm-hmm. spider-man 3 as well and i think that's why we're getting like uh the the hobgoblin uh coming back uh, which is uh willem dafoe and also why and also why people are saying that the end of spider-man 3 is proof that he's in another dimension or an alternate yeah, universe yeah so all of this because stuff we have a i think we have a podcasting j jonah james yeah <laughs> so i think this right here the this this show is a platform to start this whole different phase of like something bigger like mm-hmm. dimensions is yeah the next phase yeah yeah the next phase of marvel uh no but all the more reason why i don't think the recasting is temporary yeah. i think it is it is permanent as you know not maybe the, the actor wasn't doesn't stay around mm-hmm. but it's established that he is now the mcu canon mm-hmm. uh and also in a way to bring in other characters now you know from the x-men or from any other of the fox properties mm-hmm. over but they can also pick and choose which actors they make deal with. Because if they're able to, say, make a deal with, uh, and I'm, I'm blanking out on the actor's name that plays this Quicks- the, the Fox version of Quicksilver. Um, but, you know, if they uh, can make a deal with them, cool. Something Evans. Something. I don't remember what it was. Um, Pe- but, you Peter know, if they, can, if they can't, if they can, no. <laughs> if they can make a deal with him, but they can't make a deal with some of the other Fox X-Men. They can just recast and and just say that it, they're from another they're from an alternate dimension. They can kind of pick and choose. Oh, sorry, I have it want. backwards. It's Evan Peters. There we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see what they do with this. Uh, I can't wait. I I really hope you know uh, at least Ryan Reynolds is able to join the MCU for a couple couple movies before uh, he he gets played out or he gets uh too big for his contracts. Wait, he's married to Emma Roberts. Who? Peter Evans? Yeah. Or Evan Peters? It's yeah. so a, a partner, Emma Roberts. Wow. Okay. Oh, she, she had a kid. Oh, she had okay. Kid okay. Him too. Wow. Huh. Yeah, I did not know that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, dude, I, I really love the series. And it's I love that they're really taking advantage of the entire MCU and then some and not just trying to stick into a li- their little show bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see what they do with this, how it finishes up on the next two episodes, two or three episodes, um, and how we get into the Winter Sol- uh, yeah. Falcon and the so, Winter Soldier. So, so what I said so far, did did, did you think about that far? I, I thought really far. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I know that there's more going on. I don't know if I thought about it as far as you yeah. did, but I know that um, I'm not buying that this is all just Wanda. Yeah. I, I think she is controlling, trying to keep things normal, but we don't know why she's trying to keep it normal. And I also am very, very suspicious of Agnes because she seems to be the only other uh, actor besides the the neighbor that is aware of what's going on mm-hmm. and, and, and understands. She, they're not, you know... They're not kind of like uh, Vision's co-worker drones that are just really just playing a bit. Agnes is actually aware. She knows she's in some type of show. She, uh, she there's can't, a moment yeah. where... I think she she knows, but she only... She has to play her part because Wanda's control. She has to play her part, yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if that's part of the, that's part of the deal they yeah. made. Because she's like, do, do, you, do you want me to take the kid? Like, what do you want to do? Do you want me to take from the top? 
what? Like, what are you talking about? Do you want me to take... And it's something that, that it's only between Agnes and Wanda because Vision has no idea what just happened. Like, he to him, it's, it's oblivious. All he knows is something weird happened, but he, you know, it, it, it doesn't match up. And as I'm talking right now, Vision is digital, right? He's he's a computer. He's. I wonder if 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 this is to stream the the information to Vision. The tel- the whole television thing is is to stream the information to Vision. No, it's uh, Wanda's powers have those signals. So it just happens to line up with with television. How yeah. that that's what uh, Darcy was trying to explain. Yeah. Mm. All right, random thought. All right, <laughs> uh, let's see here. I think that's all I wanted to cover, right? Anything else for this one? Yeah, I think we just predicted the whole phase. We nailed yeah. it. <laughs> the whole we phase. Nailed, we nailed yeah. this. We nailed WandaVision, and we predicted Wakanda the Wakanda series before it even came out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's on. What's Earwig, Earwig and the Witch? Okay, so Earwig and the Witch. Uh, it is a new Studio Ghibli movie. Uh, this time around, it is directed and created by... Um, uh, Hiao uh, Miyazaki's son, uh, and we're a big fan of you know his work for a very long time. Like he, he's done uh, Spirited Away, he's done Ponyo, he's done um, Kiki's Delivery Service, Howling's Moving Castle, uh, and the list goes on. Uh, so this is his son's first movie, uh, actually probably second, first or second, I can't remember. Um, but it's Studio Ghibli's first 3D animated film. They've always done hand-drawn uh, anime style, but this is their first 3D animated uh, movie. And uh, I don't know if you've seen the trailer yet, but it, it looked really good. It looked mm-hmm. really amazing. Um, I like the art style. It, yeah, go ahead. I, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that the even though it is uh, CGI, it is very studio ghibli the, yeah, the art the, the anime, art is very yeah. studio ghibli yeah, the anime yeah. Look. yeah so uh I, I was really excited to see this movie um uh, i wanted something that is kind of like spirited away you know or or, or kiki's delivery service because we grew up on that stuff so uh yeah dude my kid freaking loves it he was laughing and this is probably one of the first movies that he's like really focused on <laughs> in a long time um mm-hmm. i guess he loves the characters I, I find it a little dark but he loves it uh it's pg <laughs> to him it's just animated yeah <laughs> all right so anyways earwig and the witch it focuses on a uh a little girl uh she is in an orphanage but uh at the very beginning of the movie we find that the mother is being chased by 12 witches and that is the reason why uh, she left her daughter at the orphanage. And uh, she even left a little note saying that she'll come back for her, but don't know when. Uh, but the mm-hmm. orphanage never really told the little girl that uh, her mom's a witch or anything like that. So mm-hmm. uh, they even changed her name too. Her name is Earwig. But then uh, the orphanage gave her a regular name, which is Erica Wig. Um yeah, so while she was growing up in this orphanage, she's trying to understand, like, oh, you know, uh, I want to be adopted. But she never really gets a chance. She doesn't understand why. So anyways, uh, just to summarize, 
the plot line, uh, she's living at, uh, she got adopted and she's living at this house and uh, she's kind of a slave at this house, kind of like a Cinderella story. Um, but it's really not. Uh, it's <laughs> it's just an adventure. Okay, mm-hmm. so anyways, Airwake and the Witch. Story was getting really interesting. I love the characters, really got into it. And then the movie just falls flat, so flat. Ugh. It's it's it, the ending is like wait the movie's over already wait this doesn't make any sense how's this the end of what's going on like it, it's just a big cliffhanger yeah. imagine like you're watching a movie and you get to the, the the very edge of the movie where it's like oh my god here's the good part oh my god what's gonna happen next the movie just ends right there oh i i uh and it's funny because the way you describe the story it's very studio ghibli it's it is not quite for kids but it's also for kids yeah it, it has like a very a, a deeper a deeper tone than what is traditionally for kids and that's what makes studio ghibli such a i don't even know what's the right term but ageable mm, yeah yeah type yeah, of yeah. type of movies mm. where you can watch it as a kid and love it and then watch it as an adult and appreciate yeah, it more it, it, like the, those um, that's why those are classics yeah, yeah i don't think this movie falls it, into that i mean it's it's <laughs> fun to watch if you have time to watch it um Everything about it, the story where it's going was good. The character development was good, but man, that that ending—it it just felt like they wrote the whole the whole entire story. Uh, like they had the whole outline of what the movie is going to be out, about, and then they probably just fell short and just ended it. it, it it's like, like COVID like happened we, and we've, they just stopped. <laughs> I feel like we're we're we had the same moments. Or you had the same moment I did when finishing the the Handmaid's Tale novel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, all right. Well, but ending aside, well, I guess ending included. What would you give this out of five? <laughs> I give it a one and a half. And I'm guessing is that is that one just because of Studio Ghibli? Like they get that one just because automatically. One, they get <laughs> one because I I, I enjoyed the characters. Uh, I enjoyed okay. the build up. And then the half is just for effort. <laughs> effort just to get the movie <laughs> out. Studio Ghibli. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> they built up credibility. All right. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, let's get really quick into our next segment, books. Okay, let's get into books. All right, so uh, we talked about the last two episodes that we were going to get into star wars the high republic this is the new well the first of the i think three books that be coming out for this series um to really tell the tell the tale of well what the the jedi order was several hundred years before uh the trilogies that we know the skywalker trilogies that we know mm-hmm. uh i read the first hundred so pages i think you said you read what three chapters around there yeah 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 three chapters yeah, I so think, we're not going to get too like into... At, uh, well, one and a half hours to impact? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we're, we're, yeah, we're not going to get too into the, the details or full review. This is more of our impression so far of the book. Um, uh, I guess the setup is uh, there has been a disaster uh, in space, and it is causing... A, 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 it's, a, it's heading... I'm sorry. The disaster or the event is heading towards... Uh, uh, an apocalyptic or uh, world-ending event for a farming planet uh, and its nearby uh, moons in that system. 
and the Jedi Order sends out one of its ships called the Third Horizon to go assist the planet in evacuations and to investigate what's going on. Mm -hmm. Did I miss anything there? Make sure I captured it right. (laughs) Yeah, that's part of it. So, yeah. So one of the main characters that we get introduced to in this one is uh, Master Jedi. And I'll make sure I get her name right. Uh, Oh, my God. I just had her name here. Uh, Oh, Avar Chris. Uh, she's kind of like one of the main main Jedi Masters right now. She's very powerful. Her they they describe how certain Jedi's have certain abilities uh, beyond just force wielding, but there's certain special connections to the Force. With her, she has the ability to enhance other Jedi's other other Jedi's connection with the Force. So when she's around, think of it as a as a network booster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm going to go to the starwars.com uh, databank and then uh, get to the pictures of the characters because there's so many. <clears throat> That's the thing I don't like about this book is they're introducing so many yes. characters and I'm trying to keep track of every single one of them. And um, I know. And it, it, it's hard. Trust me, dude. I'm 100 pages in and I can't keep track of not just all the Jedi, but also all of their Padawan that are also associated and also the non-force wielding characters that are involved in this book. Yeah. Uh, uh I mean we we have uh uh Master Jedi or sorry te- the technician Kevon Tar, who's one of the people that's from the the planet that's about to, you know, get possibly destroyed. Uh Loden Greatstorm, who is one of the Jedi Masters is involved with his Padawan Bell Zedifar. Zedifar, if I pronounce their names. Um, and there are more characters that are introduced. And it's on first couple pages in what what's your impression of the the world that they're they're in right now? Okay, so uh I, I understand that um you know it's during this time where uh the Jedi are 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 trying to build um like outposts. Yes. And trying to find a way to keep peace as much as they could. And they're trying mm-hmm. to reach the far ends of the galaxy. And uh, it looks like they're they're running into one of the main problems is that there are people out there who don't believe in the, pub, uh, the, the, the Republic. And um, man, like I, I understand that people are trying to make a living. And the Jedi is mm-hmm. doing everything that they can to uh, let these people live in peace. Uh, but it looks like people can't. It's just a lot of territory. Yeah, th- there's a lot of territory. Yeah. And people can't uh, seem to run away from from uh, chaos. It just happens yeah. uh, when you don't want it to. Yeah, the, the way they, they set it up in the book is, uh, you know, they have a Coruscant, who's the, who's the center of the Republic, it's very popu- densely populated, um, very well established. Then you have the inner planets that are near it. Same thing, very wealthy, uh, heavily populated areas. Then you have like the mid-range planets that are slightly less populated, but it's still very established. It's a hot, hospitable area. They're still pretty connected to the inner planets. The outer planets or the outer rings of the planets, um, that is kind of like a, a wild west it's uh, you know think of you know civil not civil war but say the early 1800s in the united states the outer ring is california yeah <laughs> like yeah. people are you know they, they have to trek to go out there and it's very far out you and then once you're out there you are pretty much on your own you can only depend on your neighbors 
the the Jedi kind of work as uh, the the deputies or the the federal agents that are trying to keep peace, go wherever they can to help. But it's just a lot of land, and even though there are thousands of Jedi's, it's just they they just can't they they can't police everything. They can't be everywhere at once. Yeah. So uh, I I really enjoyed what they're doing so far with the book. The only thing is that I I felt like it's going at a pace where they're trying to cram everything into one chapter so you could see like the whole uh, what's going on in this section and then what's going on in this section. Um, and there's no in particular uh, main characters to focus on in the story. Uh, I don't know if uh, they're going to focus on only one or two characters. I know that uh, they all intertwine to each other at some point uh, where they connect to so, each other. Uh, so I'll tell you this right now. They don't fully focus on one character. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm still trying to get used to the names and and who they're focusing on but i will tell you that the pace of the book picks up okay um a hundred a hundred plus pages and i'm barely at the event wow okay and 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 it, it, i guess the best way to describe it to you is the pace is kind of like a metronome mm-hmm. where it's yeah and then what happens as every chapter it goes faster and faster and faster pretty much it got to the point where you're jumping uh you know 10 minutes between each one yeah yeah like it goes bam, 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 because you know the things about to happen, and it's going, going, you know, back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I, I agree with you. Whenever when I was at the spot you were at, I was like, oh my god, what's going on here? But the more I read, the more I was like, this is a very exciting book. Mm-hmm. This is a very fast paced book, and I love the way they're telling the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I, I think I'm at the part where they're gonna pivot or do something different, and I'm kind of curious to see what if I still continue to enjoy the book. But I think I can promise you, you're gonna enjoy the first hundred pages. Okay. So that's good. Uh, I here's the thing that I do like. Uh, I like that they actually draw uh, the concept art for all the characters that are introduced uh, yes. as kind of like the main leads for each of those uh, little stories or leading up to mm-hmm. the event. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this yet, but of uh, our Chris looks like a regular. She looks more like a princess, but I mean, she kind of looks mm-hmm. badass. Um, yeah, but. Uh, I, I like how they have like alternate costumes for her so you could see like what she looks like as a uh, uh, hooded Jedi and then um, without the, the hood. It's kind of cool. Uh, well, you need to have the uh, the alternate looks. Yeah, um, yeah they, they really embrace the the looks of these edits. And it's funny because um, the the ones that they're showing here is, and they explain it in part of the book too, that that the Jedi's have different outfits. They have their kind of ceremonial robes, uh, which are very, not flashy, but not really made for battle. Mm-hmm. And then they have their more slimmed down tunics that are, and I think those are the ones we mainly see in, um, in the Star Wars, the the prequels. Yeah. Where it's kind of like more, you know, they're wearing their boots, that they're wearing pants kind of thing. Their, their, their shirts or their tunics are very form fitting or, or more tighter. They're not as, as loose. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to the ones in his concept art, where this looks very ceremonial. This looks very like you know a, a high priest yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm kind of excited to read more and uh, see where, where you're at. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be very exciting because I, I know that once we're done with this book, there's gonna be a, a follow up to it uh, in, in about another month. So 
really like what they're doing here. Um, they're giving us content There's... to not only Disney Plus, but side stuff that actually really, really high quality stories that are being told in different forms. Yeah. So kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. And also really quick, they've already done the the pre-orders for the second book for this yeah. one. It's, I think it's coming out in July. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a part that I, I want to tell you about, but I'm like, no, I'll let, I'll let him discover it. Yeah. I'll, I'll just wait for that text from you when they say, did they just say? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, that's on. Uh, if people want to support our High Republic time. <laughs> uh, they can support I, the High Republic I, I, time I, of uh, our era. <laughs> by t- going, time out, time out. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to say I our High podcast, but I'm like, no, that's different. No. That's a different, no, that, that's uh, that's a different. different market. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, they can do, go to our website at www.thetoc.com and uh, maybe buy some stickers, T-shirts, maybe a hat. And if there was something that we talked about on the show or any of our show notes, uh, any of the links takes anybody to Amazon and gives us a little kickback. So that's always a good thing. Oh, I tripped. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I was a little You're distracted. Uh, you can also follow us on social media at the 2OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, that's where you'll see uh, some of the latest uh, new stars recovering, things as they come up, and also some funny memes or videos that we find online. So, and you can also reach out to us there and you know let us know slide into our dms okay. if dms aren't your thing you can email us at mail at the 2oc.com and don't you know for that tell us your thoughts on the high republic okay <laughs> today's podcast is brought to you by audible get a free audiobook download and 30-day tri- free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the 2oc there are over 180,000 titles to choose from and you can use it on your iphone android kindle player um or mp3 player and uh, today, we would probably recommend uh, Star Wars: The High Republic. If um, what is the name of the book? It is uh, Light Star Wars, the High of Republic. the Jedi. Oh, so oh, that's right. Highly recommend uh, getting that if you don't have the actual physical book. The audio is also as good as well. Uh, I did listen to a little bit uh, of it, and they actually put like sound effects in the background, so you actually hear like mm-hmm. uh, some pretty cool stuff. So highly recommend it, and uh, I don't know if there's anything else you recommend, but that's pretty much it. No, that that that's what I was going to recommend because I, I think even after I finish the book, I want to listen to the audio mm-hmm. version of it because it. Yeah. I want to hear the voices. I want th- there's a lot of high tense moments in here. Yeah. Uh, that I would want to see how well the actors portray. Yeah, I, I think um, Mark Thompson, who is the uh, the narrator of this whole book, he does a really good job of making uh, each character's voice uh, very different. Uh, he's known for doing some of the other uh, audiobooks too. So highly recommend listening to it. He's he's actually okay. really good. Yep. Can I just say can I just say how much I hated the first chapter? Yeah. The the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, 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 I, I finished the chapter like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's on. Is that everything? Yeah, that should be it. All right. For the two OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. See you guys. See you.